Welcome to the Athletic Nerd Podcast with me, your host, Alex Young. And today I have a lot to talk about, so let me just get right into it. First and foremost, KD and Kyrie on the Nets. It was a mixture of, oh boy, this is now happening. My second thought was, oh, they're not even going to be that good. KD's injured. Kyrie has been having a lot of troubles in Boston, and unless he has a playmaker like LeBron on his side, he really can't win. My third thought process was, the East is pretty stacked right now, you know what I mean? We have Kawhi Leonard, who I'm going to talk about later, Um, KD, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, Trey Young, Aaron Gordon, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Victor Oladipo, and they're looking pretty stacked right now. I'm not going to lie. Like, the East is back. You know what I'm saying? It's It's been a while since, like, Julius Irving and Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird before the East was actually pretty nice. You know what I mean? But um, the East is back, baby. Um, That was my third thought. And then, as I'm watching ESPN, and it, it's not first take. It's, it's the show with the other girl who's on with Scottie Pippen. And T-Mac a lot. And Paul Pierce. And then I see Kawhi Leonard has been talking to Magic Johnson. So I turn to my brother and I'm like, yo, this can't be possible. You know what I'm saying? Magic's not even, he's not even on the team anymore. Um, But then I thought to myself, is he still talking to Magic Johnson, giving him a heads up? Like Magic just wants to make sure that Kawhi is good in the case that he does want to go to LA? Or has Kawhi been talking to Magic during the playoffs and before he was um let go and before he um decided to quit his job being the general manager of the Lakers. Regardless of what scenario it is, it concerns me. Because if LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard are all on the same team, we have another super team problem. Like, I, I don't want to see... I don't want to see super teams in the NBA. People don't want to see super teams in the NBA. I don't want to see De'Aaron Fox go leave the Sacramento Kings and play with Trey Young and whoever... Cam Reddish, I believe that that's the guy that they got. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see... I just want to see people duke it out. And if you're, like, a lesser-known role player, like J.J. Redick... And you decide to take your talent somewhere else, like you're free to do so. You know what I mean? But if you're a GOAT, that's why I respect Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook so much. I don't care that they don't have rings. I still think that they're better than Kyle Lowry. You know what I mean? Good good for Kyle Lowry. I'm not throwing shade at Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? He got a ring, obviously. Um, not mainly from riding off the coattails of Kawhi Leonard because he has been putting in some work. But I still don't think that Kyle Lowry is better than Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard. And I just respect those guys for staying on their team. My point of bringing up Kyle Lowry is that just because you don't have a ring does not mean you need to go chase. Look at what happened to Boogie. Boogie went to Golden State, basically, you know what I'm saying, became Thanos, you know what I'm saying, with Steve Kerr being the... The final ring, the the biggest ring, and then it's Curry, Clay, KD, Draymond, and Boogie out here looking like a 2K custom roster. And 
he didn't get a ring. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard, a.k.a. Iron Man, hit him with that I am Kawhi Leonard snap. And he was gone. He didn't get his ring. So, like, I, I just don't want to see it, bro. I don't. I, I really hope, especially since I'm, like, so close in age to these people coming into the NBA, I hope that, like, Ben Simmons doesn't go to the Rockets. I don't want to see it. You're the best player on the team, man. People in the city love you. Don't go. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure people were heartbroken when Kyrie... Like, honestly, I think that Kyrie leaving was the best for the Boston Celtics because Jason Tatum with his Mamba mentality, he needs to be the main ISO player on the team. And I'm going to talk about Kemba Walker and that acquisition later, but... I, 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 if I was a Boston fan, I would have been like, okay, no problem. Kyrie's gone. He really wouldn't be a big fit. That's different. You know what I'm saying? But then again, Kyrie did. That was Kyrie's team. Kyrie left a LeBron James who he got a ring with to say, oh, okay, I'm going to go on my own team. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go do my own thing. And he couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it, man. And it's just sad to see that he's just going around team hopping. Didn't want to stay in Boston. Said, okay, we're going to try it again with, with Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's where he's from, and I get that. You know, he wants to go to Brooklyn. But then, him and KD squatting up. It, it, it's just, like, at the end of the day, these people are people. You know what I mean? And they can do whatever they want. Kyrie Irving's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants to do. Kevin Durant can do whatever he wants to do. But, like... Do do they really take into consideration, like, their fan bases? You know what I mean? Like, do they really take into consideration, oh, I gave back and the NBA cares. Like, I did community service in Sacramento or Oklahoma. And then I'm just going to go back on that, on that city that loved me so much and welcomed me with open arms and just go to a different team. Because I want to build the team myself because I want to be the GM and I want to control my future. I get wanting to control your future if it's a bad scenario. You know what I mean? Again, the Kyrie Irving deal, I'm, you know what I mean? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to be on the Celtics. But what the reason I'm stuck on this Kyrie Irving thing is because he, that was his time to shine. That was his deal. No one made him leave LeBron James. He wanted to leave LeBron. And now he wants to go to Brooklyn? Because that's where his that's where he's from? But but you had your own team. What happened to the what happened to your squad that you said, oh, I'm gonna stick with you guys thick and thin. That oh, I'm gonna lead you guys to the championships because I don't need LeBron. Now you go to Brooklyn and then go recruit KD. I just I just don't get it. You know what I mean? In in Jason Tatum, who is looking to be the next Carmelo Anthony or KD. You had that. And then you would decide to leave. I just, I just don't get it. I just I just I get it, but I don't I just don't want to see people building super teams. Alright, this ain't the Avengers, bro. This ain't... <laughs> this is not Infinity War, man. Just stick with your squad. You know what I'm saying? And then if you're the GOAT, if you're a role player, 
Feel free to do whatever you want. But people look up to Kyrie. I'm sure people looked up to Kyrie in Boston. I'm sure there were kids who based their game off Kyrie Irving. And now he's gone. It's just a sad thing to see, man. Um, Getting past that, Kevin Durant. Look, when Kevin Durant left OKC after being up 3-1 in the playoffs, to quote Stephen A., was the weakest move he's ever seen in basketball, in sports in general. I wouldn't consider that completely wrong. Once again, Kevin Durant had people who loved him. He had had Russell Westbrook, Steven Adams. Leva Ennis Cantor was on that team at one point. he, He had a squad. And then he said, no, 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 no. Rings are important right now. I'm going to go join the team, the finals team who beat me, and just squat up with them and get two rings. Get two rings. Which, again, both of those rings I don't think count. In my opinion, I don't think Kevin Durant has any rings because he really hasn't done anything by himself. You know what I mean? If he would have won a ring in OKC, I would have considered that a ring. If he wins a ring in Brooklyn, I still won't really consider that a ring. Because he's squatting. He's just he's just building a super team. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron James is kind of at fault for this. For doing the Miami thing and getting Chris Bosh to come to Miami and D-Wade. So, he's mainly at fault to this. And if LeBron gets a ring... It's a little bit different because LA fans, first and foremost, have been in suffering for a while without Kobe. Knicks fans, don't even get me started, but LA fans, you know, y'all been struggling for a bit. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I don't like what LeBron really did. You know what I'm saying? Gets it. It might have been for the best. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo get getting dimes. I, I said this on Instagram, I believe, at one point to someone. You know. Lonzo getting traded to the Pelicans might have been the best thing for him at this time because now he has Zion Williamson who can get him dimes and he can just dime up like 10 assists a game and then maybe he'll get more confident with his shot and we'll see more of the Lonzo at UCLA that we love to see. So I'm hoping for that as well. Um, you know, the, the, the rookies just weren't cut out. And at the end of the day, it is a business. I really can't be in my feelings. I can be in my feelings about the Kevin Durant scenario and the Kyrie Irving scenario because it's it's they're at fault. You know what I'm saying? Like that's their decision, and where people are gonna critique that. Um, with the Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma. I don't think Kyle Kuzma got traded yet, but people have been saying that he's out of LA that he's gonna be used as another trade asset. Brandon Ingram, um, who else? Uh, Josh Hart. Again, all relatively young guys other than, um, I think, I don't know how many years Josh Hart has been in the league, but he's been in there for a few. Um, relatively young guys getting traded out of there because they weren't good enough. Um, I I think LeBron James wants to win rings now. It's a business. And at the end of the day, they weren't cutting it. And it's tough, but LeBron James is a GM. And I don't, 
I don't consider that an underhanded move. I just consider that basketball. If you want to win championships, you need to get better players as a GM. It is what it is. Um, Him getting AD, you know what I'm saying? Anthony Davis has been on the New Orleans Hornets, first and foremost, then the New Orleans Pelicans, for Lord knows how many years. I think like six years, five years, however, since... 2K13, so 2K13 to 2K19, so since 2012 to 20, so I'd six to seven years, I'm willing to estimate. He can do whatever he wants. Anthony Davis has, he's done his job. He's obviously, you know, given everything to that team, and he gave them the six to seven years. And I think he can make those decisions. He did have Drew Holiday and Rajon Rondo and Julius Randle at one point. But it, it just it wasn't working. And I don't think that that that's playoff series. I think they they beat the Trailblazers like it was crazy. It was an easy W. But um in that one playoff game where they had Drew Holiday and they were going off. But I don't, I wouldn't blame, I don't blame Anthony Davis for wanting to get out of New Orleans. I'm not mad at that. He's, he's given his six years or so around those lines to the team. And he said that this ain't working. And then he left. It'd be a completely different scenario if Anthony Davis, and also he had Boogie at one point as well on the squad. It'd be completely different if Anthony Davis had... Ben Simmons on his team, or let me let me just give a better example. If if Anthony Davis and James Harden were on the same squad for the past three years, and then Anthony Davis had decided to leave, everyone would have been going crazy because okay, now you're leaving your dog who can drop sixty a night to go join another team when you could have perfect when you have everyone knows you have the capability to win over there. Everyone would have been scratching their head. But Anthony Davis has been the main player on his squad for a long, long time. And I'm not mad at him for that. He can do what he wants. If anyone, like, has an argument for that, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing to listen, but I don't think that there's any issue with the AD trade. So, AD goes to LA. Not that big of a deal. (sighs) Kawhi going to LA. And... Uh, no, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna talk about Kemba later. But Kawhi going to LA. This is where a lot of people are gonna have problems. I'm sure Drake is going crazy somewhere right now after he heard the news. Kawhi Leonard stated to Greg Popovich that he wanted to go to LA. He didn't want to go anywhere else but LA. Popovich trades him to. Toronto Raptors ends up winning a championship there. And you know what I'm saying? He just he shows A, I don't need Popovich, and B, I'm one of the greatest players in this league. My question to not only you, the the viewer, and to the whole world is can you really get mad at Kawhi Leonard for wanting to go to LA? Um Kawhi Leonard is definitely a top 10, in some people's mind, top 5 player in the league right now. And 
I, 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 people could compare this to Kevin Durant going to the Golden State because they had Curry, they had Clay. They don't need any more help. They don't need another goat coming to their team. Now, with the LA scenario, you could compare that to the same exact thing. Kawhi Leonard has plenty of help in Toronto. Kyle Lowry shows up some nights, sometimes he doesn't. It's hard to find during the finals and playoffs, but he does his job during the um, regular season. Pascal Siakam, who won most improved player. Mark Gasol. Danny Green, I believe, who's still on that team. Um, Val- not Valanciunas. Um, he, uh, he, it might be Valanciunas, whoever the guard is for the Toronto Raptors, um, who came off the bench, who actually did pretty well this year. He has help. He has a con- playoff contending um, team. To be fair, one could say that he did will that team to the championship, and that you know that was all him. But <sighs> would I blame Kawhi for going to LA? No. And the reason why is because he didn't want to be in Toronto in the first place. He specifically told his previous general manager Greg Popovich and owner. I don't want to. I don't want to be here. I want to be in LA. Popovich said, "Hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to purposely screw over the West. I'm going to send you to the East." So, if Kawhi Leonard decides to go to LA, I'm not going to be mad at Kawhi because he he told us straight up, "This is what I want to do." I believe he's from L.A. I, I'm not sure if it was from Compton or not, but I believe he's from the L.A. area, and he wants to be over there. So, again, Kawhi Leonard, other, different from Kyrie, because Kyrie left his championship contending team to go to another team and couldn't deliver. That's something completely different. Kawhi got put on a team he didn't want to be put on. Still won a championship. If he goes to LA and ends up going to LA, again, it's a super team. So, like, the basketball fan in me is like, oh, why would he go to LA? But the smart man in me is just saying to myself, he didn't want to be in Toronto in the first place. It'd be tough if he went to LA because now we have the super team thing all over again. And I thought we got rid of that with the Golden State Warriors. And I, I just don't want to see it. But it just is. If it happens, it happens. If Kawhi and LeBron and AD are all on the same team, it just it is what it is, man. And I'm I won't get mad at Kawhi for doing that because he just he didn't want to be in Toronto in the first place. So that's my thoughts on that. How that's going on. And I think I'm gonna end it off on. Kemba Walker and this whole Celtic scenario. Again, you guys already know how I feel about Kyrie and his decision. And I've 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 said this on multiple occasions on the podcast. And for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alex Young Media, link is in the description. I talk about this a lot. I compare Jason Tatum to Carmelo Anthony, an isolation player who can catch and shoot. But, and, but at the end of the day, if you want him to deliver, he needs the ball in his hands and he needs to be able to create his own shot. During those two years, the first year, you guys can throw it back if you guys can remember this in your minds. Game 7, 
in the TD Garden. Jason Tatum dunks on LeBron James. Everyone's going crazy. And then they just, like, fizzle. They just can't get the W back. And they they lose that playoff series. And LeBron goes to the finals. Second year. I believe Kyrie's on the team. They fizzle out. Or actually, no. This is Jason Tatum's third year. No, this, was, this is this year. So, Jason Tatum's sophomore year. Excuse me. J- Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, and Gordon Hayward... I'll go to the finals. Jalen Brown, you know, Al Horford, that old squad. They go to the finals, not the finals, the playoff series, and then they lose, I believe it was 4-1 to one or 4-2. to um, Point is that they lost against Giannis Antetokounmpo. And by the way, just to clarify for those of you who forgot, rookie Jason Tatum beat Giannis Antetokounmpo. People like to forget, but it happened. So, the point I like to get across is that the point guard during the time where Jason Tatum beat Giannis was Terry Rozier. And, you know, he could get in his rhythm, but he could also pass the ball as well. Kyrie comes on the squad. A lot of, a lot of things are messed up. Gordon Hayward's also on the squad. And they're trying to get him recovered. They're trying to get him healed up, ready to go. And that's a whole other scenario as well. Um, if I'm trying to formulate my thoughts, if Jason Tatum had a playmaker or someone who was at least willing to get him the ball, I think that 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 Bucks Celtic series this past uh, playoff series would have ended up a little bit different. I think that Kyrie and Jason Tatum simply can't blend. It, it's just not going to happen. And I, I don't think that those two can be on the same team and win the championship. That's, again, Kyrie leaves. I, I had a conversation with my friend about this when they acquired Kemba Walker for 141 or 142 million around that um, range and said to him, I would have been happier if they got Ricky Rubio. I forgot which team just picked up Ricky Rubio, but he's no longer on the Jazz. He got picked up by another team. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I explained to him what you guys, uh, what I just told you. And then he's like, oh, that actually kind of makes sense. And if you really think about it, it does. Has Jason Tatum really ever played with a pure playmaker? No, you can't really say that. Um... And now with Kemba Walker, he really reminds me of Damian Lillard, um, who can hit game-time shots. But here's the thing. I've never seen or heard or can even recall Kemba Walker having real teammates in Charlotte. I can't, I can't recall. Um, so now that Kemba Walker's on a team... Where he has teammates. My first question. First game of the Boston Celtics series. uh, Boston Celtics season that is. Is how are Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum going to blend? Because Jason Tatum. like He's no longer in the sophomore slump. He's been in the league for three years. It's kind of time to turn on the Jets. And they also got Ennis Cancer now. So they they have a big. Not a big that can shoot threes. But you know he'll get the job done. I'm just really curious to see how those two blend. If those two blend well, and quote me on this, 
the Boston Celtics will beat the Bucks in the playoffs. If that happens. If they don't blend together and Kemba isn't willing to get Jason Tatum his assist or let him go ISO, it's not going to work. It just won't happen. So that, that's, that's my prediction on that. And I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, the Celtics are also trying to pick up Clint Capella. D'Angelo Russell's on the Warriors. I'm, I'm really thinking that they're going to trade him off the squad, but my friends tell me that they're going to keep him. The NBA Summer League's coming up soon, and yeah, that's all I can really think of. If you guys have any questions um, or requests on what I think, what you think I should talk about, please feel free to leave a comment in the comment section below. Feel free to subscribe. Leave me a like. If you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date with the latest updates on the, Ape- um, the Athletic Nerd Podcast or any Apex Legends clips, I just recently posted a video on my channel of just like funny Apex clips, and that was all from Instagram. So if you want to watch me on Instagram and watch those clips, Feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at AlexYoungMedia and you'll stay up to date with that. Other than that, thank you so much for watching. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Welcome to the Athletic Nerd Podcast with me, your host, Alex Young. Today, we're talking about Apex Legends and Season 2, which is coming out tomorrow. I currently have my um, PlayStation open and I'm trying to make sure that I have the volume all the way off so you guys don't hear that. Okay, perfect. And I just really wanted to recall all the things that happened in Season 2 and the good and the bad. Once again, and I've said, I don't think I've said this before on YouTube, but I've said this on Instagram on multiple occasions. Pathfinder's hitbox is broken. It wasn't actually the fault of the developers. It actually has to do with the lag of the servers. Um, there's a Reddit post online that you guys can look up, and it um, has to do with the actual reason why Pathfinder's hitbox is so broken, and it has to do with a netcode error, not actually um, Pathfinder himself. So that isn't on the fault of the developers. It's actually on the fault of EA not getting enough good servers. Speaking of which, good servers. This game doesn't have it. I've played many games in my day. I've played... GTA 5, I played Call of Duty Black Ops 2, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, I played Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Tenkaichi, I played Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3, Dragon Ball Z Raging Blast, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, all the way until friggin' what are the new ones? Sword and Shield. The point of me saying that I've played a lot of games, I've never seen a game with servers this bad, okay? GTA 5 has probably one of the biggest open world games with accessories and customizable things that you, I've, that you can have in, in an open world game. And the servers are perfect. I've never, ever, ever had an issue with there being lag on a server because the server can't handle it. EA is notorious for just having bad servers in general. And I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if because it's because they're cheap. I don't know if it's because... They simply can't afford it. I, I know they're a big time company, so it wouldn't make any sense if they couldn't afford it. Why would you even make online multiplayer if you can't afford good service for people to play on? Blah, 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 blah. I just don't get it. But I digress. That's number two. 
Number three, um, the addition of Octane in season one. Um, I never unlocked him. I was never a big fan. I haven't unlocked Mirage either. Um, I just, I've never really had a use for unlocking these guys. I don't want to play him. I don't think he's that good of a character, but he was the first addition to the Apex Legends squad, so he's definitely noteworthy for sure. The debuffs. Y'all remember the Wingman debuff? I do. I have a clip actually on the funny moments on Apex Legends of me playing um, and solo squatting a team with a Wingman. And I had a common extended heavy mag. And it went from four to six. I remember the days where you could pick up a Wingman and you could just have six bullets and it would be perfectly fine. But now it's at four. Do I like the debuff? No. Do I think it made it more fair in the long run? Yes, but I just, I don't like the debuff, man. I, I want my six bullets at the beginning of the game. Um, what else? What else? Submachine guns, man. Definitely the meta of this game. Prowler, R99. Two of my favorite guns in the game. Even the semi-automatic submachine gun is kind of crazy. Because if you're willing to wait and you can hit your shots, man... Man, it took me a minute to whistle, but man, Prowler is something special. Spitfire, I'm just looking through all these guns. Peacekeeper, which I've had a love-hate relationship with throughout this entire game, is crazy if you can hit your shots, and I started to hit my shots later in the season. Currently, I have on my three main characters, um, 283 for Wraith. 123 for Bangalore, 166 for Lifeline. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Guns, Peacekeeper, Accuracy, yeah. I've gotten a lot better from the start of uh, Season 1 to now. Um, I've been playing a lot more Lifeline recently because that's what my squad needs. Um, originally, I was a Wraith main. I just really like the fact that you can teleport in and out and weave in and out through traffic. However, I've realized that being a support class really helps my team out in the long run a lot more. So I've been switching to a lot of the support class um, characters in this game. I think um, when Watson comes out, I'm definitely going to give her a shot. Even if her hitbox is trash, I'm definitely going to have incentive to play her because of her shield buff. And that's just something you can't un overlook in... Um, a character, just someone who can do something that others can't, and that's the shield. And if you have a lifeline caustic and a Gibby on your team, wait, a lifeline caustic, no, 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 a lifeline Gibby and a Watson on your team, you better watch out because that's gonna be just the OP heal team, and that's gonna be hard to counter. What else? Um, Kings Canyon, the map for Apex Legends, really hasn't changed too much. Um, I know we got the new Apex Elite mode, but really Apex Elite, the only real change that I've noticed is that everyone's a lot more sweaty and everyone lands in the middle because if you don't land in the middle, you're basically going to get eaten up by the storm. So I didn't think that that was that great of a change. I would love, and again, they're taking this out of Fortnite's book, but Fortnite has taken a lot of stuff out of Apex Legends, especially those skydiving emotes. Quote me on this, if this actually happens. Ape, Fortnite 
is going to steal the skydiving emotes. Quote me. Um, I would love to see Team Rumble. I would love to see a 50v50 or a 30v30 mode. I would love to see a solos mode. Oh my goodness. Instead of being a jerk to your teammates and leaving them alone, wouldn't it be nice for you to be able to go into a lobby by yourself and just do your own thing and then not get solo squatted? And not solo squatted. And not get taken out and then leave the game immediately because your teammates were trash. Wouldn't that be nice? I think it would be nice. I love solos. People have been talking to me about duos. I don't really care for it. I really want squads of three and four. I have had scenarios where I wanted to play with four people, but I couldn't. Um, so that would be nice. I really want squads of four, and I really want solos. That's my wish in Apex Legends Season 2. What else? Snipers getting the buff longbow. Dear Lord, if you don't know, now you know. The longbow is something special. Triple take, crazy. Crazy. Um... The snipers, when they got the buff, man, they just were they were just a pleasure to use. And I'm glad that they actually buffed that. Caustics being caustics. I've seen plenty of clips on Instagrams of just caustic means being caustic means and just trapping people inside and gassing them up. And it's just, I hate caustics, but their, their hitboxes are terrible. So it's a give and take kind of scenario. Um, Gibby, Gibby mains. I, I hate Gibby. I hate using them. I hate his hitbox, but the Gibby main still exists. So that's, it is what it is. Bloodhound, favorite quote from Bloodhound, I bathe in the bluff. I don't know what his accent is, but I think it's awesome. Um, What else am I thinking? I didn't buy the Battle Pass for season one. I really didn't think it was worth it. I'm really not a big cosmetics guy. I will definitely be purchasing Season 2 um, Battle Pass just because I missed out on Season 1. So I really want to get it back into that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, man, that I've been... The guns, eh, whatever. The daily challenges, I appreciate those. I'm glad that those are coming into this game. It's going to make me motivated to play other heroes and legends. So that way I can have a more diverse, just like taste palette of all these characters if you will so i'm really glad that they're taking a page out of fortnite's book and take bringing that over to apex legends we need those um re45 re45 better than alternator i want to get that off my chest because it's true um anything else my wishes for season two um the changes for the map look pretty cool i was really hoping for a snow update man um you know, Fortnite does a really good job of theming. Uh, they don't go, do a good job of balancing the meta and changing the meta every five seconds. I, that's why I kind of shunned away from Apex, um, Fortnite. But Apex does a really good job of keeping the meta more or less the same. Not a lot of big changes are made. I give my, I tip my hat off to Team Respawn because they know what they're doing. And their meta isn't changed every five seconds. Um... Man, I really wish, though, that they would make a summer update. How about we get summer clothing and people in, like, glasses, sunglasses, and, like, beach hats and, like, shorts and just, like, you know, 
summer clothing, like maybe a summer shirt. How about we get a summer shirt for Caustic? You know, wouldn't that be funny? We got a summer shirt for Caustic. I think that would be hilarious. And instead of like his mask, we would put on some goggles. And, you know, I, th I think that would be awesome. But again, that's not what Apex is about. If you want cosmetics, go to Fortnite. But if you want a good game that's actually going to be balanced, come to Apex. People love to... People love to say that Apex Legends is dead, but it's just because people are more biased towards a cosmetic society and cosmetic gameplay versus the actual game that is actually balanced and is fully functional. And it's not annoying to play and you're not yelling at the screen that, oh, you didn't get good loot. If you want good loot, just go to Swamps and then you can go from there. But it's a battle royale. This game is based on luck. It just is what it is. But... I, I really haven't had scenarios where I'm screaming at the television, you know. Um, I think what I want to end this live stream off with is more of a mentality check. Actually, no, a few more things. Before I get to the mentality check, a few more things. Could we make it so that the legend tokens are a little bit more useful? I bought one legend, and that wasn't even me. That was my brother, and it was to buy Caustic. I have 45,000 legend tokens. Maybe... Just maybe, just a thought. Instead of using, um, what, what are these called? Craft, crafting materials for just, in, instead of just having those, how about you let us use our legend tokens to buy poses or to buy uh, trackers or to buy frames. You know what I'm saying? I'm really, I don't buy a lot of stuff in this game. Like, I don't buy Apex packs. So, my... Um, unless they give us a lot more Apex packs in Season 2 for leveling up, and they reset the level module, unless they do that, I really, I don't, I'll still have a lot of Legend tokens for no apparent reason, unless, either Apex has to do one of two things, they either need to add a bunch of more Legends, which again, I don't think they will because they need to balance this game, or they need to make the Apex Legends tokens more usable. Usable towards different things. Usable towards different banners. And my personal request from Team Respawn, how about you let us use the Legend tokens for some finishers? I can't afford them. And if you can't afford them, man, you are spending a lot of money on this game. <laughs> Just is what it is. Um, and I, I think, uh, let me talk about that before I talk about the mentality thing. I had a conversation with someone on Instagram about how they've spent over $500 on this game. First and foremost, haven't even gotten the Wraith skin. Team Respawn, I'm looking at you. I'm pointing my finger. You guys can't see it because it's a podcast, but I'm pointing my finger at you and I'm putting my foot down. No one should have to pay $500 to get skin and not even get it. And I get it. You could say, oh, you know, it's EA, they need to make money, you know, you know their history, but come on, man, at least make the skin, like, buyable in the skin section, don't let me have a random chance of getting it, and then I spend $500 and I still can't get a skin, and again, you could also say, oh, they don't have to spend $500, Alex Young, you know, it's a choice, I don't want to hear it. If you spend $500 on a video game, regardless of whether you have terrible spending habits or 
You can't control yourself regardless. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You should never be spending $500 on a video game, period. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I, I obviously, to whoever that, that person I was speaking to, you know what I'm saying? That's their decision, and they can do whatever they want with their money. I'm not judging them. Who I'm judging is EA for not making the chances of getting a specific skin more viable. You know what I mean? How about putting the the Wraith skin in the exclusive section of your store? You know, I would... Oh my goodness. If that was open in the store, man, I literally would have bought $20 worth of... No, no. Now that I say it out loud, that sounds kind of stupid. Um, Obviously, that costs a lot of money to get those skins. But, like, I probably wouldn't be opposed to, like... Buying the battle pass, getting a hundred legend tokens, a thousand legend tokens, and then spending ten extra dollars to get that other skin, you know what I mean? Like, it's not out of the question. And also, one more thing. Why does it cost so much money to get these skins? Like, if we're going to compare this from this to Fortnite, first and foremost, you guys don't... And I'm not judging you for this, but I'm just going to say how it is. You guys don't have as many skins as Fortnite. I'm not judging you on that. What I am judging you on is making them so expensive to get. And also, the only other thing that you allow people to do with the legend tokens, by the way, is to spend 10,000 legend tokens on a, on a skin. And before you even get to that skin, guess what? You have to pay $20 to, to get the, the unlock the legend skin. So that way, you know, you can get the other skin by paying 10,000 legend tokens. And by the way, those legend tokens actually take a while to get. You know what I mean? I've played this game for like a solid season, a month and a half, and I have 45,000. Like, th those aren't cheap. Imagine if you wanted, oh, I like this skin, this skin, this skin. Oh, guess what? I can only like buy four skins. Like, come on, man. I think that's a little bit overpriced. But again... It's EA. I'm not blaming Team Respawn. I am blaming EA because that game development company knows what they're doing and they know how to balance a video game. But, man, um, it's, it's, there's a lot of things. I, I guess to have an overlook. But let me go over the mentality thing. One more thing. Just because you have 200 kills doesn't make you trash. I just wanted to say it. Just because you have 50 kills doesn't make you trash. Obviously, the more kills you have, the more experience you're going to be, but don't, like, be down on yourself because you don't have 10,000 kills like Dizzy, you know what I mean? Um, it's just, it's not realistic. You Even me, I post clips, I for that wingman clip, man, I died eight times in, like, Skull, to, I'm a Wraith main, you know what I'm saying? Wraith till I die, you know what I'm saying? I, I am basically a stereotype. I will go to Skulltown and mess it up. Um, you know, I probably will only make it one time out of 10 alive, but hey, that's how you get better. Um, but just because you don't have a thousand kills in season one doesn't make you like trash, you know, um, just accept it. You know what I mean? I really haven't been a big shooter guy until, you know, this year. I never really liked playing MW3 or Black Ops 2. I have experience in the shooter meta but like i've never really liked like 
those games. I've been I'm a Pokemon like master. I'm a Pokemon champion. I like playing Mario Kart. I like playing Super Smash Brothers. You know what I mean? I'm nasty at those games, but I'm just not a sh I'm not a shooter kind of guy. But I'm getting better at it though. Like in the next couple of years, I'll probably be able to get to like a thousand kills in a different game if Apex isn't around really easily. But don't be too down on yourself, man. You know what I mean? Just take the good with the bad. And appreciate the journey, and you'll get there in that time, bro. Just be happy about what you have right now. Um, and that's all I really want to say about that, because I've seen too many people on Instagram just crap on themselves when they have 500 kills. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, those are a lot. Um, to close it out, Apex Legends, you've done a lot of good things. You've replaced... Fortnite in my mind as a video game that's actually playable and without having the meta change without a, without um every five minutes in the realm of cosmetics you're not that good but that's not why I play this game I play this game for a balanced game and you do that pretty well um as far as your character list goes I am mad Characters will come out in time. I know people were tight about, oh, there's not a lot of characters to pick from. There's nine legends to pick from and about to be ten tomorrow. And there's another one coming on the way. I'm not really mad about that. It's They're going to come in time. I'm not mad about you with that. I think you've had some bugs. Other than Pathfinder, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Your servers are trash. But it is what it is. It's not your fault, Team Respawn. It's EA's fault for not giving you enough money. And all in all, I've had a good time with you. I really... I didn't have to pay a single dollar to play you. And you gave me all this content. So, I appreciate you for just being here. And that's really it. I give this game 4 out of 5 stars. If you guys have any questions, you want to do your own topic for the next podcast episode, leave me a comment in the comment section below. If you want to stay up to date with the newest episodes of the Athletic Nerd Podcast, subscribe to me, leave a like, let me know that you like my content. If you want to stay up to date with what I'm doing in my life and you want to see Apex Legends clips, like the funny moments clips that I have uh, released, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and stay up to date when those come out because I post those often. Other than that, oh yeah, at Alex Young Media. Other than that, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you stopping by and I'm ready for season two, July 2nd, 2019. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for watching.